Turn my microphone up. That would be. <coughs> see, this is what happens when you're gone for almost four months. You forget that volume is essential. I cannot believe it's been that long. It's been four months since you looked at. Never. Mind. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the Custer Chronicles. I am your host with the most, Dwayne, and I'm here with my also host, Kelly K. Kelly K is in the building, and in case you forgot, we. Are live. All right, I hadn't said that in a while. I just wanted to say it again. So we are live. I thought you were coming up with something new last time we talked. Nope, you thought I should, and I said no. I like it. It's my catch thing. My yeah, mind. I think that's on. It's on the video. I'm putting so it on we'll the shirt. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, welcome back. Um, yeah, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Custom Chronicles. We have been gone for a while. Did you miss us? <laughs> Did you miss us? We've been gone for so long. Not a fun break. Nah, it wasn't even part of it. Was a the early on it was all right. We're some mental break. I think that might have been like the first week that we missed. Mm-hmm. The last time we recorded was December tenth. Right. So that following week, I think it was a mental break. Right, and then everything happened. Yeah, because it wasn't because we we didn't record for Christmas. Mm-mm. It was a record. holiday, so we didn't record for that, and then. Um. I had my surgery. That's what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we recorded. All right. So this is why we got to go back. We recorded. And then the following week was my surgery. Was her surgery. Yeah. yeah. So we alluded to the surgery on the last yes. uh, on the last episode. And we weren't here because uh, that Friday, the following Friday, she was going to be having surgery. So the next week or so. No, beyond that was recovery. Mm-hmm. So she physically wasn't able to. So and then Christmas once break, Christmas break from school. I was down because of the surgery. Then we went back, what, January 4th or some 3rd or 4th to school. And my first week back, I got COVID. She got COVID on the 7th of January. <laughs> I, was I think it was when it was testing. official. Yeah. yeah. And then I was good for the first few days that she had it. So I was able to kind of be of service around the house, kind of doing things. Um I don't think we really even talked about this timeline until no. today. Um, so the first few days, I want to say maybe four days, I was fine. Felt nothing. I'm thinking, oh, I got great. <laughs> I got all the antibodies. I don't need nothing. <laughs> Drinking out of a water hose when I was a kid has served me proper because I'm not going to get sick. I'm not going to catch it. And I'm thinking because initially, obviously, I had the fear everybody else had when it came to COVID. I'm like, man, if I get it, I don't know if my immune system, I'm hearing people get it. They feel funny. They go to the hospital and they're dying in the waiting room. Right. So my panic was, you know, underlying you know, issues like a high blood pressure, blah, blah, blah. So I'm panicked. Then all of a sudden she gets it. And I'm like, here it is. My death sentence. Right, the first few days go by and I'm going. <laughs> I'm in the same bed with her. We're in the same vicinity because she can't leave the room because she's recovering. Well, 
I had a bad. She's still recovering from the surgery. So being, they told her she can't do any lifting, a lot of moving. She has to sit still. So me being, you know, there for her, I'm in the same room with her the whole time, making sure that she's good. I get no symptoms at all. Then her youngest son comes home. He has it. He comes home from. I think you got it before he did. No, I didn't. He got it. He got it. Okay. He got it. So then I was making sure that. Wait a minute. Did I? I don't even remember anymore who got what first. Everybody in the house got it except for one person. (laughs) Which is weird because it's four people that live here. She got it. And I'm going to say that. I'm going to say maybe I did get it before he got it. Because then he got it, and then I was just like in and out of his room, like, well, if I got it, I already got it. Yeah, because you got it, and then his dad came and got him that Friday, because he hadn't had any symptoms. We both had it. Mm-hmm. And Friday night, he started having symptoms, so his dad brought him back. Brought him back, dropped him back Saturday off. morning. So he, but, st- yeah, so he stayed with it, he stayed, and then um, the, the oldest boy that's here, he didn't get anything. Mm-mm. The athlete, he got nothing. Not, not even a headache, not a cough. He stayed in his room, stayed away from us, played video games was on his phone. He has been exposed a nothing. lot. He's been exposed in his school because they've had a whole bunch of emails going out about the kids being exposed, blah, blah, blah. He got it. I mean, he didn't. He, he got all. He, he he is bulletproof at this point in time. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go on a limb and say that Donovan's a robot. Um, <laughs> it, I don't think he's programmed to talk very much. So he <laughs> very quiet kid. But he didn't get anything. He is bulletproof. Yeah. Um, and but we had it. We we hit it. Okay, so uh, here's the funny thing. The funny thing is, it hit her hard, not as hard as it hit some other people. Like we weren't rushing to the emergency room, but as far as like just think that was like, everything but that. Think about your your worst flu. That that's that's how bad it was for her, and for the young boy, he for for Dalen, he he got it pretty heavy too. Right. But it but it <clears throat> but it was quick. He his got it heavy, quick. and his was like gone in like two three days. Right. I ended up having something called long COVID where the symptoms just don't go away and I still have it. So what happened is I was coughing so much. I was having to hold a pillow. I was in pain, just different stuff. I ended up taking a month off work. Yeah. But she ended up getting, she she ended up getting subsidiary issues because of COVID. So she got bronchitis, borderline pneumonia from her exposure to COVID and then it led to, if you've watched earlier episodes, when we first started the show, she was coming off of or going into, I can't remember, but she had this coughing, really bad coughing fit where it had us take time away from the show prior because the coughing was so bad that it, it, it she fractured, we thought fractured a rib and we thought it was just one rib. Well, she had the same thing occur this time. She went in and she had x-rays to find out, like, how bad is it? And they were like, um, you had this happen on the other side, right? And you're like, yeah, just, just you know, uh, broken one broken rib. And they were like, how about five? <laughs> so what everybody thought that she was overreacting from the one broken rib, first of all, that's super painful. As somebody who's played football and been hitting the chest before, you get broken ribs. That is not, you can't, you, you realize how essential and breathing healthy is anyway she had five and never knew it and she recovered from five broken ribs so they said this time around they it wasn't broken right they said it wasn't broken just, at that point because yeah. this time just it wasn't the right side it was the left side hurting it was it was just weird there's a either lot way. of there's a lot to it either way so we had to go through that and then i had the covid for i mean like three or four days where it kind of but i was back up it was like it hit me knocked me down then all of a sudden my car just started right back up and i was good to go 
like it wasn't there. Right. So then I ended up, you know, just kind of maintaining, managing her, her today, uh, her to do's. And um, that was pretty much it. So then then it became um, having to go back and forth to doctor's appointments to make sure that this long COVID um, was manageable because she wasn't able to breathe. She wasn't able to stand up for long times. You know, forget going to work. She was, you know, out of work. So it became, well, we got to put the show on pause until we're able to kind of get a grasp on your breathing. We're not going right. to be sitting behind a mic talking and you can't breathe, especially I don't even want her walk from the bedroom to the to the studio. So. Um, that was a no-go and that wasn't going to happen So we put the show on pause But trust me, we have been coming up with ideas And thinking about the <laughs> show the whole time We just didn't know when we were going to be coming back So we didn't want to say too much Actually, we were supposed to be starting this episode last Or this past Wednesday But we got sidetracked uh, Doing a few other things But we are back, we are here, we are live You got the questions queued up, my honey Because I got them on the phone and I got under. Which questions? Oh, I didn't know I was doing questions. that. Questions? You had my, my <laughs> We are recording on a phone. I did not know that I was in charge of the questions. Would you like to start with Florida first? Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> we we were talking about. We were just going back and forth, and we started talking about how do you know you live in Florida? And if you live up north, there's little things that people say about us, but we know little things that nobody else knows. So we're going to go through some of that. Let's do it. You should be in your notes, baby. My notes are in my phone. Oh, I I forget you don't have a Mac. My bad. Look here, man. (laughs) Just saying. My my HP works just fine. Just saying. What are you doing? Closing out my my monitor and my screen. So y'all can see. We're talking and I'm I'm trying to do the was trying to talk and do this and you're over there closing out screens am i boring you no just read it i'm here you just want me to read a couple of them do you remember them i well i wrote them if you wear socks with your sandals (laughs) actually you know what i think that was from your girl um on uh on ig (laughs) because it's in the what's what's her name glam glam elixir the girl the hairdresser young lady Mm-hmm. She got like bluish purple hair now. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Amy. She, yeah, she sent that over. Okay. Okay. She commented on it. If you wear sandals, you know what? Yes and no, because I have vac- before I moved here, I vacationed here, and you could tell a lot of out of state people by the sandals and socks. You got like the Teva, the Teva sandals or whatever, and you got the socks to the ankles. Well, this and the is dads. in the winter. In the winter, we wear our sandals with socks sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna do that in summer. You guys come. It's cold, so we got to wear socks. White people. <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, we don't fear gators. Mm-mm. Everybody up north does. Gators are nothing down here. Y'all think they're all over the place. And as somebody, and as somebody who was born and raised up north, and then migrated down here twenty plus years ago, I will say. It's not as bad as everybody. Like when you mention Florida to other states, the three things that pop in their mind immediately are snakes, alligators, mosquitoes, or bugs, bugs in general. Now, I'm not saying the state doesn't have those things. I'm saying you're not going to see them when you cross in your Walmart parking lot. You're not going to see them in your grocery store. You're not going to run. You're not. You very depending upon where you are. You you don't have a risk of walking outside and there being an alligator in your front yard. 
<laughs> snakes, maybe. You're really not from Florida. Snakes, maybe. <laughs> Listen, there's Have an you, alligator I, ro- walking right here on, on Sleepy Hill. Never you, seen it. Just because you didn't see it doesn't mean when there. We got didn't pictures happen. and stuff between the baseball team because one of the parents lived over there. And it was crossing right where that light is, where we turn. It was crossing over to go into. Um, but here, here, here you, you actually made my point. That's one example. What I'm saying is, you know, how you go outside and you see birds all over, and he's like, "Oh, this is a bird." I have no idea. There, so there's not an influx of alligators everywhere. You're not going to walk outside, and every single day you're going to see an alligator. I've I've lived in Florida for 21 years. I have never seen an alligator. It doesn't make doesn't matter. What doesn't matter? I've never seen an alligator in the real world. Never, not one time. I've seen turtles. I've seen they don't turtles. Have turtles up north. Yeah, they have turtles up north. I'm just saying, I've seen more turtles. Well, it's not, it's a rare thing to see a turtle down here in the street. I've seen turtles in the street. I've never seen an alligator anywhere around here. And I don't do zoos, so I've never been to a zoo to see an alligator. Well, okay. So that's that. But yeah, now we, we don't, I mean, the people down here don't fear alligators. It's not necessarily something that you see so often enough that you have to worry about it. Like now a snake in your toilet, man, it might be a little bit different. But snakes and like turtles and stuff, that's not up there? Up where? In different states. Yes. But this state has the most. Okay. What, what, what question what, am I answering? What about for iguanas? You? No. So, so geckos you know you're and from iguanas. Florida if you see iguanas falling from the sky. <laughs> you got to give context to that. They don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Down here we have iguanas in the in South Florida. First of all, there's only three parts of Florida. You got North, Central, and South. Everybody else doesn't understand that. But South Florida, they have iguanas, and when it gets cold past certain temperature, they fall out of the trees, and you think they're dead, but they're really not. They're just frozen. I guess frozen. They had a whole news report on this about a month ago because the temperature down here dropped so drastically that. Even like the the okay, so when the weather changes in other states, other animals they hibernate, or they have a hole or a burrow or somewhere they go to prepare for the cold. Iguanas down here, they ain't got nothing. They got the trees. So when the weather drops, which is so unexpected, and it stays that way for a long time, you're talking about twenty degrees. You know, when it gets twenty degrees and where it's normally warm, the iguanas don't know how to deal with that. A tropical animal, so they literally will freeze on the tree and just fall out the tree. So there was a whole news, uh, little new episode of blurb or whatever about all the iguanas that were just falling out of trees. Cameras panning across all these <laughs> passed out iguanas. But I wonder street. if that's on the news up, up north. No, I wonder if they show what happens down here like that. No, oh, no one up, no, no one up north cares. <laughs> All the news is going on in our state. We're supposed to be, they're supposed to dedicate time for falling iguanas. And I just thought Florida, Florida had their own segment on everybody's news. Oh, you think way too high of yourself. Now, Brandon, <laughs> as someone who has dreamed of living in Florida his whole entire life, I would think that we're worth it. Um, but no, other states do not care. I can tell you what's not worth states. it: what? Miami Hurricanes. Well, good night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for this. Thank, thank you for your time. Thanks for stopping by. You could have been any place in the world. You chose to be with us. That's going to be our show for tonight. 
We appreciate you rocking with us. Tune in next week when I will be by myself <laughs> doing this episode because my wife apparently hates me and wants a divorce because she's talking trash about my Miami Hurricanes. Okay, here's the deal. If you live in Florida, you're either Gators or Florida State. Wait, that's the same thing. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you been drinking? There are Seminoles, three Seminoles and Gators. There are three major colleges that are here. Now there Two. are there are many colleges Two. that are here in Florida, but the three that have the biggest. He's just trying to add his. <laughs> Go ahead. Talking about. Go ahead. The three major colleges down here are the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> He's just trying to add Georgia's underwater. <laughs> Florida Gators. Nobody knows who the Canes are. I'm not arguing with someone who doesn't know sports. <laughs> and the Florida State Seminoles. Okay, let me ask you a question. When you walk into multiple stores, can you find Miami Hurricane stuff? Yep. Or do you find Gators and It's regional. Kelly, it's regional. It's regional, but we have Gators stuff in Florida st- and um, Seminole you, stuff you here. You don't understand. This is the city. You, you're supposed to be the Florida and you're supposed to know all this stuff. <laughs> so apparently you've never been to the East Coast of Florida. Have you been to the East Coast? I've been everywhere. Your stuff ain't here is you. what I'm saying. I don't believe you. So the, there is a certain threshold. So anything past, let's say, Palm Bay. If you, if you grab a map, whatever, look at Nobody Palm knows, Bay, Where Florida. is it from Orlando? That's all they're going to know. Anything maybe 100 miles south of Daytona Beach. So if y'all know where Daytona Beach, y'all have had a spring break, y'all have been down to Florida, I'm sure y'all have either been to Orlando, Daytona Beach, or Miami. So it's about 100 miles south of Daytona Beach. Every store you go into is all Miami Hurricane stuff. Now, everything north of Daytona Beach is going to be Florida Gator stuff. And anything west, it's a mixture. Less Miami Hurricane stuff, more Florida Gators from Florida State Seminoles, mainly because a lot of those graduates, they come to either Orlando or Tampa, or they spread in between. Miami Hurricane folks, they usually stay in the south side, and this area. is this is its explanation. But if I go in the south area, I bet you I can find Gator and Seminole stuff down there. I'm sure you would have a harder time finding those things down there, and I know for a fact. Bet, bet. Why we gotta bet it? I, bet. I'm telling you what I've seen. Okay, we're gonna go when we go. We're gonna look. Oh, good gracious. Okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, the, the, in the state, they think the big football rivalry or the big sports rivalry is Florida, Florida State. It is. That's I all that's agree. There. I disagree. <laughs> that's all that's there. I disagree. <laughs> I think it's Miami, Florida State, and we have had the rival rivalry games to prove it. <laughs> we have had the rivalry games to prove it. If you know anything about college football, you know the best matchups as far as the Florida schools goes, Florida State, Miami. We've had historic games on ESPN. Why am I arguing with you, sports? With you? <laughs> Go on to the next question. How do you know you're from what, Florida? Go ahead. Um, you know you're from Florida if anything under a Cat 3 is not worth waking up for. We're talking about hurricanes. So down here... If it's a one, two, or three, we're not. We don't care. We're not buying supplies. We're not doing anything. So let's give context. So, so there are five for for those who don't deal with categories and they don't know what the categories right. are. There are five categories to a hurricane. Five is the most devastating. They're evacuating. They're trying to get people to board up their houses. 
you better have some sort of insurance on your house. It's going to be substantial damage is going to happen. Category five is going to destroy a lot of neighborhoods, homes, cars, everything. So they, those are the ones where they have you uh, follow your evacuation route. And for those who live out of state, you probably have no clue what an evacuation route is. But they have different zones in Florida that let you know if you are higher at risk or lower at risk of flooding or damage if a hurricane comes. Um, so you'd have to follow your evacuation route to get out of that area or evacuate the state. We haven't had a Category 5 um, Since Andrew, in quite right? a while. It's been quite a while. But... So category five is pretty devastating. Category four, it's, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's going. It's a good majority of your neighbors is going to be missing some stuff, including windows um, or tops of their houses. A three, um, got a some trees down. A three, you, you're going to get some heavy wind. You're going to get a lot of rain. You're going to get some heavy wind. You may get some branches that hit your window. You may blow down a few limbs in in your yard. Mess up your power but, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it might it might knock a couple power lines down. But you don't have to worry about your car being lifted someplace exactly. else or your roof. You know, unless you live around a whole bunch of trees, something falls through your roof. But you, you're pretty relatively safe. It's just going to be a really annoying, long rainstorm, thunder and rainstorm. And then two, it's just like it's just a rainstorm. Very little. It's probably going to be a good amount of wind, but nothing dangerous. It probably won't blow anything down. No danger involved. It's just an annoying rainstorm. that usually le- it probably leave more of a flood than anything else, but it's not dangerous or just big, big, big puddles. So for us here in Florida, we do not trip over threes. It's like every hurricane. Listen, we have hurricane season, so we know when hurricanes are building, we know where they're coming from, what they're supposed to be, what they are right now, what damage they're doing in the Bahamas. We hear all of that. We pay attention to all of that. But when they start talking about, you know, oh, we need to start getting supplies and doing all this. And I'm like, what's, what category is it? Oh, it's a two that's about to get up to a three. Eh, highlight me we go to the four store to get to the beer and the wine. Time to have a party. <laughs> we're about to grab the wine coolers. <laughs> going to grab some snacks and some chips. Maybe some paper towels in case there's a spill. And that's pretty much it. We're going to get some potato salad from uh, Publix. Yeah couple Cubans and then we're going to call it a day and just kind of sit in the house and watch Netflix until it's gone. We're going to charge up all of our stuff and we, we're going to watch Netflix on our phone or watch Hulu on our phone. It, it it don't, we're not, we're not tripping. We'll invite people over, people will come over, we'll just chill. We'll sit there and talk, drink, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, that's, the, but that's us. So people panic about, oh, Florida, y'all got hurricanes. It's dangerous out there. It's not that bad. It really isn't that bad. Okay, so let, let's keep talking. So we have hurricane season. Then we have hot, 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 hot season to the point that your seatbelts burn you. The leather seats you got to be careful on. And for real, for real. Yeah, I, got, I got leather We both have leather seats in our car, so, yeah. Like, there's hot weather etiquette. So it's like you you know in advance you got to roll your windows down before you get in your car. So you know how in, up north you got to go outside to warm up your car an hour before you're supposed to leave so it, you can defrost your windshield, scrape the ice off your windshield. See in Florida you got to roll your windows down, start <laughs> your car, <laughs> turn the AC on, let the AC flow through your car a little bit before you get in because you will literally rotisserize yourself if you get into your car too fast on a hot summer day in Florida. So it, it is what it is. There is etiquette. When it comes to that, 
Um, when it's hot outside and it's humid outside, leaving the house is probably not one of the most recommended things. No, you normally don't. And when you go to the store, you you'll take those extra steps just to park in the shade. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because you don't want to, especially if you have leather seats, you're like, "Mm mm-mm. Well, certain stores make it hard. Like, Walmart makes it hard because Walmart doesn't have any trees. So there is no shade there. I think Walmart needs to do that. They need to put some trees out there. At least for the Florida ones. Either either put shade or or covered. They should should really do garages and stuff. Like, why don't they do that with some of these stores and make bigger stores? Why do they make them so small? You know what's funny is the one in, okay, so... There's a Walmart in Tampa, right? It's your story. The the hood the hood Walmart. Mm-hmm. No, not that one. No, no, no. There's I know a Target. There's a yeah, Target the that's two that stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a two story Target, but it's attached. It's got Which a garage. Walmart there. that has the McDonald's right there and. Um, well, I was just leave, I was just using the Walmart as a landmark. Oh, okay. So the, the one in South Tampa, the Walmart in South Tampa, is right across the street from this from a Target. And the Target is a two story Target that's attached to a garage. So if you standing at that Walmart, you looking across like, oh, they having fun over there. They, <laughs> they cool. Their cars is probably like real cool. And then you standing in front of this doggone <laughs> hood ass Walmart. They got a big lady rolled around in a little scooty cart <laughs> talking about you moving out of the way trying to get to my truck. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh, shit. Thank you. <laughs> I can't. Look here, honey. Uh, <laughs> rumor has it they got a sale on bacon in there. Is there any truth to that? Um... Not sure, man. Bacon? Yeah, I, I like the bacon. <laughs> Hoping to have menthol flavored bacon. Menthol <laughs> 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 You're retarded for right. real. I'm going to move on. Move on to the next one. What you got? All right. People from Florida are going to tell you, and they'll know off the bat Disney's not the best park in Florida. Yeah, please. Disney is not the best park in Florida, people. <laughs> Everybody wants to go to those stupid four parks. They have not changed anything there since I was a kid. Well, you got to understand, too. <clears throat> Disney's movies haven't really changed. So the same popular movies that were there in the 60s are the same popular movies that they're, they're still presented to this generation. Listen, they can change the cars that are on the rails that go... T- and they tell you not to bump into the person in front of you. I'm never going to Disney World, so I, I'm, I'm, you don't even <laughs> got to describe to me. That. Space Mountain has been the same. Mm-hmm. Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain—they're all the same. Hold up, Space Mountain doesn't even have like 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 um, it just it a lays, safety bar. Yeah, it just sits in your lap. Your lap. Yeah. Your lap. How 1980s is that? <laughs> Shoulder harness that lets you know how unthreatening that roller coaster is. You wait 12 hours to get on that thing, and they put a lap bar across you. Don't matter what your size is, a lap bar is what's going to be able to hold you in. And that lets you know how slow it is, mm-hmm. how non threatening it is. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an interesting view because you're sitting, you're basically going on a roller coaster in the dark, which is actually pretty cool. But if you've gone on it once, you're just kind of like, oh, that was cool. I don't yeah. want to do that again. As a okay. kid, I wanted to write it over and over and over again. I think for kids, yeah, go once. Let them enjoy it. 
Tell you right now, do not go and try to do it all in one day. No. <laughs> if you it. ever have, to, okay, if you do not live in Florida and you are watching this podcast and you're curious about going to Florida to Disney because you want to take your kids because your kids are like, oh my god, I want to go see Moana, I want to go see da, 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 da. D- DM me, DM her, DM us. Not Let us give you some it. tips on what to do and what not to do. First and foremost, there are certain times of the year that you cannot and should not go. You will regret every single second from the moment you get off the tram. There are, yeah, and then like there are discounts, there's things that you can take advantage of. There are certain times of the year that you'll go and there'll be darn near nobody there. Either way, it's it's really only for the kids. They don't unless you're like a big kid at heart. There's really not much for the adults. You're, you're you're going to see the expression on your kids' faces. I just feel like some of the. I'm gonna go back to the rides need to be changed. It's a small world. Do you remember that? I don't go to Disney. Okay, well it's dolls and it goes up and down and there's different like um, you go to different countries like China, but it's just dolls in that race or whatever as you go through. And it just sings this. It's a small world after all. And let me correct myself. I have been to Disney twice. Um, I did not enjoy myself either time. I did enjoy Disney Springs. And I enjoyed MGM Studios. That's it. So Disney Disney Park. Disney has like what? Four? Four parks? Five parks? Yeah. It's like Disney World. Epcot Center. Mm -hmm. MGM. Uh. Hollywood Studios. I said MGM. Oh, it's called Hollywood Studios now. Hollywood Studios, yeah. Epcot, Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. That's and Animal movie. Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then they have, wait, they have more. They have Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon. I'm talking about just the parks where you can see characters. These have characters. It's just their water parks. I know what Blizzard Beach is, but I didn't know that they did characters. Like this, this is, I'm talking about the parks that have rides, shows. Uh, this you is like a water your, park. You'll see the yeah, kitchen, yeah. but I don't know how it's much here. But and then they have two golf court, like mini golf places. Disney Disney owns part of the world, <laughs> and, and I, I want to say that jokingly, but Disney owns ABC. Yeah. Disney owns it's ESPN. D, Disney owns a whole bunch of shows and TV. It, they they own half the world. Plus, they make billions on just the the parks, right. both in Florida and California. So they got back anyway. Even with all that being said. Disney is not it's hands down not the best park in the state. And if you live here, you know that. My favorite place on this planet is Universal. Universal Studios, Orlando. Um it's unrivaled. I can spend a whole day there. I have we have spent a whole day there. Multiple day. We got annual passes when I first got here. Matter of fact, um, just side note: yesterday was the one year anniversary of me moving here. So, um, so that was, that was pretty cool. Thought I'd bring that up. But yeah, so when we got here, I bought you know, uh, annual passes for the whole family. We got annual passes for the whole house, and we have we have gone the least <laughs> out of the squad. We have gone the absolute least. But it's still my favorite place on the planet. I have. Gotten so many things there. I have videos. You know, everybody knows Universal is the best place for the Marvel stuff, for the Harry Potter area, for the Jurassic Park stuff. They mm-hmm. keep and then they keep reinventing their rides. So Jurassic Park has a new ride. Harry Potter had a newer ride, um, the Hagrid's magical motorbike ride. That's relatively new. Um, 
Marvel hasn't really changed anything, but they just add some new um, product, like stuff in the stores from the right. move based on the movies. But they don't, they haven't really changed any of the rides. They they revamped the Hulk ride. Anyway, long story short, Universal Studios is the best place to. I would say for Florida, absolutely. Absolutely. So, no, no, no doubt. What you got next? Hmm. You know you're from Florida if if you get cold after seventy degrees. Yeah, I think that's pretty consensus. <laughs> it's like everybody knows this is being close to the equator, so it's hot. But so when it starts dropping below seventy, these people, I say we, but I, I've experienced cold. Most of these people haven't. They they don't. They're not prepared for it. Your car's not prepared for it. Your house isn't prepared for it. If you grow fruit, that's not prepared. Uh, you we spend three hundred plus days of the year in blissful weather: shorts, t-shirt, flip-flops, slides, sandals, whatever. And then for maybe th- this past maybe three months, it's been super super cold. So it, when it starts dropping into like the forties at nighttime, mm-hmm. or you know you wake up in the morning and it's forty something degrees before you get to work, you don't know how to dress for the day. Because it's still Florida, so you know it's still going to get up to about 68, 70 It's cold in the morning, warm in the afternoon, and cold again in the evening. So, like, us going to the baseball games. First time we went, I was packing a blanket and a sweater and stuff like that. And he's looking at me like, what are you doing? It's like 90 degrees outside. I said, when that sun goes down, (laughs) it's going to be a different breed out there. And sure enough, it was. Oh, for sure. To the point, like, two games later, he started bringing his. Yeah, I started bringing the hood. I was like, man, I'm good. I'm from from the north. I said, my blood is, I'm I'm, I'm built for this. I'm good. All of a sudden, my nipples started getting hard. (laughs) My knees started chattering. I was like, oh, I, I I don't like being this vulnerable under this kind of weather. I said, I was. Born in the snow. I'm a winter baby. Why am I so cold? My neck starts shivering. I start getting the goosebumps on my neck. And I'm like, listen, I'm not doing never again. I'm bringing a sweatshirt at all times. So I keep a hoodie in my trunk. At least you didn't say anything out there. Mm-hmm. You were not going to say a thing. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> not at all. Oh, and anybody that lives here knows that Tampa is a shithole. I'm just going to say that now. You have Orlando. Orlando's good. You have Miami, Miami, they they have some spots. But Tampa, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, as someone who started his Florida living here in Tampa, or not here in Tampa, but in Tampa, it there there's a lot more areas you should not go to than there are areas, exactly. oh my God, you got to go to. No. There's a lot more. You might want to stay stay on this side of that street. Because <laughs> if you go to that side of that street. And it's that close together. Yeah, like even close. going to the Bucks games. Like you got to be careful where you park because you don't want to go certain certain places left or whatever. So you have to stay down certain streets. Like you got to be careful with that. Yeah. I mean like the the, the epicenter I guess of, of Tampa is that Raymond James area because mm-hmm. the stadium's right there and then you have George Steinbrenner Field which is where the Yankees uh, play during the uh, during the offseason. This is where they do their spring ball. So that's literally right next door to uh, Raymond James Stadium. Right. Uh, now right around the corner from Raymond James Stadium is the big luxury mall, International exactly. Plaza, exactly. which has you know a huge a huge um, like 
you got to go. If you do go to Tampa, you got to go to International Plaza. Mm-hmm. So nice. it's nothing but ritzy, high class stores. If you want to bump into your celebrities or whatever, I've had so many celebrity sightings and meetings in this mall. Um, that's the place to go because there are so many high priced stores that your average person can't really shop there. Right. But they got they do have some clothes stores or whatever that you can get into. But if you want to buy some exclusive stuff, but that's a lot, that's where a lot of the football players go, like after the games mm-hmm. uh, when they're not practicing or whatever. You can catch a bunch of them in the mall. Anyway. Or one of so, the restaurants or bars there's a, or whatever. There, there's Cheesecake there. Factory. There's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of um, high-class restaurants. Blue Martini is over there. I think um, they closed Blue Martini. Did they? Yeah. In my 20s, in my, my 20s, that was that whole plaza was the spot to go to because it's like if you wanted to get drinks here, if you wanted to go to a bar-like place, there was a spot that was like right next mm-hmm. door to it. If you wanted to get some dinner, there's Cheesecake Factory. There was Champs over there. Exactly. There was a the, whole, whole bunch of things over there. But uh, Tampa, Tampa's not bad, but Tampa ain't good. So when you when you watch uh, the football games and they they pan over the they're panning over the bridge, they're panning over the ocean. They are not panning over the city. I'm handing this over to you because that top part's yours. The top part is mine. Yes, since you don't have your phone. Oh, bet, <laughs> bet. So my my phone is actually doubling as our camera, and I have my notes in my phone, so I can't grab that right now because we're recording. So. I'm what? giving him his notes. She is giving me my notes. But I'm glad I sent over to her because I had totally forgot to do so in the first place. Anywho, all right. So we're going to jump into some other things. Um, if you had to name, so they did. So I was listening to the sports show. So I sort of stole this question from uh, a sports show that I listen to on a, on a, on a morning, a uh, weekly basis. And they apparently there was a survey that was done in the UK mm-hmm. on. Uh, the, the saddest song ever where people were sending in their votes uh, on what they considered like the saddest song like you hear it and you know you're going to have an emotional moment or you immediately break down for whatever reason if you had to rank even if it's more than one what would you name the saddest songs um mine would be Michael Jackson you are not alone and it's only that way because of my brother. Super close to my brother. And that was what we made his videos and pictures and stuff around. So that would be my major one, I think. I don't know of any more, like off the top of my head. What about you? You know what? I've been sitting on this for so long. And it's almost like ranking your favorite movie. It's like you you think of one movie and then like a couple minutes later, I'm like, oh, no, 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 definitely this one. And then like a couple of days later, you're like, oh, how did I forget this one? So it's one of those things. <clears throat> if I had saddest songs, there's a song. I'm going to go a couple genres. So if you go to like the rock genre, mm-hmm. there's, there's a group called Evanescence and they have a song called Tourniquet. Tourniquet is a very sad song. I don't anticipate you knowing. I'm just, uh, okay. Don't make it sound like your white side is not like, I want to go listen to Evanescence right now. <laughs> yes. Your black side is like, he ain't invited to the cookout. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening right but, now. <laughs> so you're internally torn. But it's, there's a group called Evanescence. Um, okay. And there's a song called Tourniquet. That song I heard and I just like, if I'm by myself, it, tears will definitely fill my eyes. Um, Why though? Why does that song get to you? Well, you gotta listen to it and find out. It's just the words think, and stuff. I, There's I, not I, meaning I wanna, behind it. If I, if I remember correctly, because I haven't listened to it in a while, I think it's about someone that was uh, battling committing suicide. Mm. Or no, it's about a girl, uh, a girl who um, 
had a friend or a boyfriend or had a friend who was battling depression mm-hmm. and wanted to commit suicide. And then he did, and now mm-hmm. she's living with it. What are you doing? I have another one. Keep going. I'm listening. All right. Um, let's see. If I had to go to another song, let's say that was a sad, that's the saddest song. And you got to see some of the songs that are on this list. Some of the songs you were like, oh, yeah, I get it. Um, somebody had a Stevie Wonder song on there that I can't remember what it was called. Um, hey, I can't. I, that's a hard, hard question. I'm trying to think of the saddest songs. I'm Sarah McLachlan in the arms of an angel that they always play at the abandoned oh, dogs. That bothers you? <laughs> Not me. I'm somebody mentioned that when I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that is a sad song. Now you hear it and you associate it with like the puppies being abandoned and. Left in the crates, you know. It's that's that's pretty sad. Right. Um, what else is a sad song? I have one from Danny Gokey, but I can't remember which one it was. What 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 genre is Danny Gokey? Um, Christian. Christian, like a contemporary Christian. Yeah, contemporary singer? Christian. Okay. I want to say it's called Wanted, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Um. But that's a very good song. And that one always tears me up. The first time I heard it, I had went to one of his concerts. It's like a church concert type thing. Mm-hmm. But I went with a couple girls to one of his concert, and I just started bawling. The first time I heard it, I was like, whoa. Oh, that's, that was the first time you had heard it? <laughs> yeah. So I would say that one. There wasn't any, I guess there was some personal reasons why, but that song just hit me hard. You ever heard about it? No, I haven't. You've heard it, you just don't know you've heard it. Because I've played it around here. Oh, if you've played it around here, then, uh, yeah. Definitely have played it around here. I don't... Hmm. All right, so now that I think about it, when you mentioned your brother, I thought about it. Um, There's one song that's super sad, but not because of the song itself, but because of the the, The meaning meaning behind... Maybe not even the meaning behind the song. So just the association to my mom. Right. So I know which one you're going to say too, because I always take it the wrong way. <laughs> oh, so very, very, very brief story. So I get word on Valentine's Day. My mom was in a car accident. I have to come home. The 15th, I come home. The very next day, I come home to her house. She's obviously not there. She's on life support. And I see on her altar, she has a little altar where she prays in the morning. She has it set up where she's got a little kneeling pillow. This pillow right here, this was her kneeling prayer pillow. She would put it in front of her fireplace, and she had a cloth set out that had uh, her Bible there, her little study notes or whatever. And um, so when I get there, that's set up there, and um, she's got these lyrics to this song that I'd never heard before. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Got it. So she had these lyrics to the song, and then I show it to my aunt, her only remaining sister, and she was like, oh, she didn't tell you about that. I'm like, nah, what? She said, well, my mom was an, is, was an introvert, super introverted, very shy. She she wanted to help, but she wanted to be behind the scenes. She'd prefer that you didn't even recognize that she was there. That's, that's her thing. So doing anything in front of the church, not her thing. So I thought, well, apparently her and her brother were practicing because they were going to sing this song uh, in front of the whole church. Mm-hmm. They were going to interchange parts, and she was going to sing that. You have to understand, my mom was so 
Not about being looked at. She was super shy, super passive. I was raised that way by default. So when I get there and I hear that she was practicing this song to sing in front of the whole church with her brother, it was one of those, wait a minute, my mom was doing that? And she and she was like, yeah, she was super excited. And they wow. were they were learning the words. So the lyrics to this particular song were laying on top of her Bible because she had been practicing that morning that she was leaving. Um, she was killed in the car accident with her brother. So they never got a chance to sing the song. And the song is by Casting Crowns. And it's called, um, what is it? Um, it's called Nobody. It's by Casting Crowns. I'm not going to play it. If you get a second, go on to YouTube. You can look up Casting Crowns, Nobody. If You probably already heard it before. But anyway, um, she had planned on singing that song with her brother. And so hearing that song, so we were in the hospital and my aunt was like, you've never heard that song before? And I was like, nah. So she pulls her phone out. She was reaching over my mom's body. My mom is laying there in a coma. She's like, you got to listen to it. So she's got the phone propped on my mom's chest and she's playing the song. And it was the first time I'd ever heard the song. But I listened to every single word. Because I'm like, for my mom to hear this song and to say, I want to sing this in front of people. I want I want to know what this song says. Right. So I heard the song and I was like, man, and I saw them tear up. And, and when I got back to her house later on that night, I said, well, let me play it. I said, let me really listen to it. So I had a drink in my hand and I put on the song. I fell in the kitchen crying, mm-hmm. dropped the drink, fell in the middle of the floor. Boo who cried for a very long time. Listening to that song because the song is so powerful. If you've ever heard it, you know what I'm talking about. But Casting Crowns, nobody. So that is the saddest song for me for that reason. She never got a chance to do something that was was going to be so groundbreaking for her. I think she might have been challenging herself to go, I'm going to do this. But it's right. not for me. It's for Jesus. And she never got a chance to do that. So that song always. And I still have the lyric sheet. Actually, it's in here um, with me. So um, maybe one day I'll sing it in front of some people just for, you know. On her behalf, but you can't right now. You can't even listen to it. So. Um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't played it in a while. I haven't played it since I've. When you've heard it on mine, you said yeah, something. I haven't. I haven't played it. Not, not in like an angry. Way. I've never. No, stopped. you've just. You've just been like, shell. This yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is a good hint. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so picking your saddest song. I'm, I'm actually going to leave it to the fans. If you guys are watching, if anybody's watching this this show or listening to the show, feel free to tag us in your 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 saddest song. I'm interested in finding out what other and, people have, yeah, yeah see and what why. Think. Yeah, and then I'm interested in hearing some stories. So if you guys have stories as to why this, you know a particular song is your, your favorite sad song, by all means, feel free to share it. Well, there's uh, a whole artist that I won't even listen to. You know that a whole artist, uh, Jodeci. Oh yeah, <laughs> she had an ex that ruined Jodeci for her. completely ruined it for me. So. I like them at one point. I don't now. All right, so we're gonna get, jump into the fun part. So that was that was the easy part. So now, so I found some really really fun hypothetical questions. Mm. And I'm gonna fire them at you. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see we'll how, see we how that goes. Through. All right. If you were a dictator of a small country, what crazy dictator things would you do? <laughs> I'm Trump. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to be Trump. Uh, As a dictator, what would I do? 
give out a lot of stimmy checks. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Push the red button. <laughs> I said a dictator. Pushing now, pushing the red button is probably more logical. I, I can see a dictator doing that one. Um. Dictator meaning what would you force your population of people to do? Be a Christian. No, I wouldn't do that because people would just fight it anyways. Everybody needs to do their own thing. It has to be at their own will. So, If you were a dictator of a small country, kick everybody out. It don't matter. Just be like, no, you got to be Christian. You, you what? You Muslim. Man, kick them out of the world. No. I'm kidding. Yeah. I wouldn't touch that. Um, For me, give you an idea. For me, it'd have to be Pop Tart Appreciation Day. (laughs) What? Don't laugh. With no Pop Tart Appreciation Day. With no icing on top. No frosting. That is so gross, by the way. Who Um, eats a Pop Tart with no icing on top? Who does that? I do. So nasty. That's extra sugar. I don't need all that sugar on that. It's, it's not that big. The thing is this big. You go covered in sugar. I'm basically chewing a sugar cookie. You you eat sugar cookies? When the last time you see me eat a sugar cookie? I don't know. But you eat exactly. that stuff. Exactly. You eat that stuff. You eat but chocolate would, chip cookies. But you eat Oreos. Would, how often do you see me eat an Oreo? Exactly. Pop-Tarts, I would have every single morning. We'd have Pop-Tart day. When's the last time you had a pop tart? Month ago. But the, but you want them every day. Thank you. Naked pop tart, naked strawberry pop tarts. Bring back the original flavors. Give it all these kitty, uh, uh, the the cinnamon sugar and then <laughs> the, the that's the, the one the I like. Ori- no, what is it? The the chocolate? No, what, what is that? The stupid cookies Oreo. And cream. Yeah, the cookies and cream bullcrap. Strawberry milkshake. Uh, all kinds of flavors. It's like, no, give me original. Out of everything, cherry, that's what you're choosing. Pop tart. Pop tart day. Pop tart appreciation day. Freaking ridiculous. I'm pushing the red button. Yep. Pop tart appreciation day. <laughs> we're all going. To, we're all going to die. <laughs> we're all gone. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm knowing where I'm going. Hope y'all are going to the same place. Good luck. <laughs> all right. Next question. Mm. All right. So, if you can create any one reality TV show, and it was guaranteed to air, mm-hmm. what show would you want to put on TV? The real teachers. <laughs> like I would, they put on a show about teachers, but it's not the real. Like it would be reality TV, not scripted. You're going in, you can hear other teachers' conversations and gossiping about other people. Just how it really is. I can see y'all in the confessionals <laughs> talking trash about the other teachers in the class. We'd all be fired by the end of the month. <laughs> that bitch Rebecca. <laughs> Why'd you use her name? That popped in my brain. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know her. I just said I just said the name popped in my don't head. Don't use her name. That bitch Kelly. <laughs> Always frowning at people. She'll never smile. Well, listen, and I, I can't bring this up. So when I got back from being really, really sick, I decided 
you know, when I go back to work, I'm not going to go in the break room for a while. I'm really not eating a whole lot during the day. I'm hungry when I get home, but not during the day. Not really eating. Not really buying a lunch in there. Um, Kids are really loud. Like, you can hear them just a little bit, but it's not too bad. And then people are coming in and out of the break room. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to just go back to my classroom, decompress, have my moment, maybe call you. I might eat a couple pieces of fruit, if that, um, or grade some papers. But that act of me going back to my classroom, it's like, well, what's wrong with her? And I'm like, nothing is wrong. It has nothing to do with anybody. I just, but anytime you change your patterns, Change, yeah. People think it's like something's up. It's personal. But since, I mean, since, shoot, since I got sick in October, it's just slowly taken a toll on me. Me, my friendships, everything. So it's like I need as much decompressing time as I can get there. That would make an amazing reality show. It would. In all honesty, with the stuff that I've seen on TikTok, and TikTok is the matrix, by the way. Kids, kids doing chairs and destroying TikTok, rooms. TikTok, you will learn and see so many mm-hmm. things on TikTok that you've never seen before. Anyway, um, she shows me like teacher TikToks all the time. You see the ups, the downs, what teachers are really thinking, but they can't say. Some teachers are slipping up and saying what they're not supposed to say. Schools having to put clamps on teachers even being able to say certain things on social media mm-hmm. because it's like you are. A representation, your representative of the school, even when you're off the clock, right? Um, like, like all these things. Um, teachers breaking down, quitting mm-hmm. <clears throat> because they don't feel like they're being supported. Having a reality show with that kind of real time reaction to certain things and just kind that, of hearing would, would be amazing. I think it's a double edged sword at the same time because having cameras in kids or teachers' faces could be intimidating at the same time. Um, distracting to the kids, I guess, is what I want to say. But also, at one time, they were talking about putting cameras in all classrooms, that kind of thing, so parents could log in anytime and see their kids and stuff. And teachers were against that. And the reasoning why is, unless you have volume on that, don't record me. You don't know what's going on without... It doesn't necessarily have to be with Sean with the kids there. Mm-hmm. It, it's more about the interviews. It's more about the sit downs, the one on ones, and right. getting like, well, tell me about your tell, having so to Kelly, stay for the meetings. And so, Kelly, tell me, you know, about your day to day with uh, the, the school that you work for. Is do you have any uncomfortable interactions with the fellow teachers that are there? Tell me more about do they to where accept they have, you to for, where they signed a contract where it's like a free space? If they did that, every teacher would kind of be more willing to be open, if that makes sense. Now, Kelly, you are biracial. You are both half black and half <laughs> white. A rarity amongst the people of your school. Do they treat you differently because so you're retarded. biracial? Do they give you different vibes? Are you invited to the barbecue? I think is the most important question. I'm the one that has to invite that. them. They just can't make macaroni and cheese. I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> no, but, but but I'm saying so. It doesn't necessarily have to be like live shots of like the kids in the classroom making them right. uncomfortable. It could just be like snippets and snapshots of you kind of doing your thing, right. and then you just kind of they have you sitting in a confessional going, 
you know, I do my best to do my job, you know, and, and I have students that are literally behind in, you know, where they're supposed to be educationally. And some kids, you know, uh, are more accelerated. But then I have parents that are reaching out saying, hey, what kind of special treatment are you giving my one particular kid? I got 18 kids in this classroom. How do I slow down and do this? Now, if you have a bunch of teachers that are willing to go, yeah, I deal with the same thing. Or you have a bunch of storylines or whatever. You can kind of sew those together mm-hmm. and have a really good show on, like the. So that way, like people who are really in charge, who don't necessarily get to see you guys day to day, go. Oh, so that's what they're talking about. Yo, they don't really get enough credit. We're only paying them what thirty five thousand dollars a year, forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars a year, and they're dealing with these small idiosyncrasies that most people don't know or don't see. My job is literally just in my classroom. I have four different categories of children. So that means I have four different lesson ways I have to teach on each subject. Yeah. Because it just, I mean, you have your high, high, high kids that need, you just need to give it to them, give them the instruction, tell them what you expect. You have the um, on-level kid that that needs to be taught that first lesson so that way they know what they're doing. Then you have that kid that's, Kind of can do that, but they're a little low, too. And then you have that kid that can't do anything. So it's like, I literally, you get pulled every direction. And it's very hard because you want to do your best for each kid. You do. What would be your reality show? Honestly, I think if I had to do a reality show, it would probably be um, Christian athletes. Christian professional athletes. Oh, that's a good one. So... Uh, the one thing that never gets highlighted is like the Christian athlete who has to be basically be surrounded by people who aren't necessarily Christians or not active Christians uh, or practicing Christians and having to turn down going to the strip club and you're going home because you're going to a Bible study or you need to read or you need to sleep. Um, the Christian athlete who is traveling, you don't nine hear times, about them. Who's traveling, you know, five days out of the week, and you know, and then they're being. How do you keep your spiritual life on track? Like a Tim Tebow, you know his his career is over now. But as a as a former Christian athlete, where you're traveling and people recognize your face immediately because you're all over, you're a Florida icon, and then you get to a, a city where now you're supposed to be like the savior of our sports team. You know how do you handle being an athlete, being a Christian first? But then being an athlete, being a father or a boyfriend or whatever, even females, being a female athlete when, you know, God forbid you're attractive and you're a female athlete and you're Christian. And then people are, um, you know, you got other uh, students that are throwing themselves at you. And, you know, and how do you navigate being able to do studying with people who, you know, how how do you, you know, incorporate your teammates and not separate yourself uh, as an athlete, you know, as a believer and them not being believers. So when they're going to the strip club, but you still want to have that time to bond, how do you still do that success? That's hard. I think that's hard in any career, even like being a teacher. Like you still want to stay near ground on being a Christian and trying to do the right things. You might not always do the right things, but you want to do the right things. Right. But how do you create those bonds too? Because you walk out on those conversations. You're not going out with everybody when they all go out. Um, you're putting your husband and your fa- and your kids as a priority, making sure they're taken care of first. Like it's hard. It re- it's really hard because, especially if you're trying to separate yourself from that life, 
So let's say, for instance, you're a relatively new believer or you're you're just getting in the church. And part of really being successful in this walk is truly separating yourself from the person that you used to be, meaning the things that you used to do, shows you used to watch, the language you used to to carry or whatever Mm -hmm. you used. You have to separate. So you can't be around those people who still do that because you'll have the hardest time having a true separation from that. Right. You know. Um, so you ha- almost have to break away cold turkey from some people. Now, let's say, for instance, you get a brand new job and you meet all new people. You're now you can be, that way. Now you can be selective about who you choose to hang out with based upon your interests. So it is harder. When you've already been there and they've seen, you know, maybe one side of you and then you're, you kind of change a little bit. People don't understand. They think it's them or they make it more about them. Instead of, it has nothing to do with you. Well, and it, it's it's also hard to believe because American Christianity or Western Christianity is so one foot in, one foot out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to curse. You know, God understands my heart, and, right. and, and you know, and, and you know, it, it's it's so. Um, I, I'm beyond lukewarm. It's like, yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I believe in God, but I still lie, cheat, and steal. And I rationalize it and excuse it because, oh, well, you understand my circumstances. It, it, and it becomes it becomes really, really hard. So it's almost like you, you'll, you'll be a dedicated, true believer who is trying to separate himself, living a new life. And you have those lukewarm uh, friends who are like, I'm a Christian, too. You can hang out with me in my house. Meanwhile, they're watching all kinds of movies and mm-hmm. content that you don't necessarily need to watch because, you know, that's not You're where your brain is. Exactly. So it's it really is hard trying to uh, navigate the roads of being a Christian. But and that, if you that's, do slip up during that, like if you're trying to travel this road, but you're not being 100 percent and you'll have slip ups, you're going to have mistakes or whatever. That's going to be pointed out. Believe me, that's going to be pointed out. Well, she said she knows she's doing this and she's trying to be better. She's trying to go to church or she's trying to go to that. But hmm, that's not what I'm seeing her do. Well, that's outside noise. It's it's yeah. it's almost like a fan telling an actual professional player how to play the position. It's like, dude, you're on the outside. You don't know what it's like. All you're doing is you're guessing what you think I should be doing at this moment. But you don't even read scripture. You don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. You don't understand how Jesus works in my life. You also don't know that it's a work in progress. But I'm still trying to move forward, not be comfortable in excusing why I'm still where I am. Um Again, difficult, difficult thing. I would love to see a TV yeah. show that focused on athletes, uh, being a former athlete and just kind of wanting to see that. That uh, I, I remember uh, having a when I was coaching out in Iowa, I had a player who was Christian and he was sort of like the team leper in the sense where it's like no one would even want to mess with him, talk to him. But for me, it was like, yo, I got somebody to talk to. That's awesome. So he and I would sit and we were talking and of course they all called him preacher or they called him pastor or they called him this or whatever. They make jokes about it. But he was the most down to earth dude that was there. So when I talked to him, it was like I was trying to sharpen him while he was there. And we would kind of it almost gave him somebody to feel like he wasn't alone with. And it gave me somebody to feel like Mac about some stuff off of this young man. Um, but you kind of felt like you're on an isolated boat. It's like everybody escaped the big Titanic and we're on our own little, little day. It does does. get lonely sometimes. It does. And so some to to a point where some people slip back into, well, I'm just going to go back over here. They accept me over here when I'm talking like they do and I'm cussing, I'm gossiping like they do. Um, they accept me when, you know, I, I'm, you know, 
judging people for you know doing these things, and I'm doing the exact same thing. Right. You know. Anyway, so yes, I would love to see a TV show that's that's based upon uh, focusing on the, the background lives of Christian athletes all around. Um, I think it would be a successful show. All right, so we're going to do one more, and we might have to make this a segment because I think these are fun. So we'll do one more. I got to make sure this is good. Um, okay, this this is the one that I found today. Great. If you could choose any job to be replaced by robots, what job would you make obsolete? Teachers, you don't pay them enough anyways. Dang. Let them get stuff thrown at them. Robots? Yeah. <laughs> throw at the robots. Robots are programmed. They'll be programmed to say, don't throw the chair. <laughs> don't throw the chair. You're having an emotional breakdown. It's okay. <laughs> emotional <laughs> damage. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally much. kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Nah, you know what? Honestly. <laughs> But they would—they would have to be a human that programs it, right? So but they would problem. have to be pro. But they would have certain. Because what's happening is, is they're kind of telling us you got to teach this. You can't. There's a law that's trying to be passed now. You can say this. You can't say that. So eventually, it's being scripted for what we're allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do. So you want us to be robots? Yeah, but, they, but they also want you. Remember the remember the uh, the in service that you guys had during the summertime, where they kind of wanted you guys to manage the kids' mental health. Yes. Robots can't do that because robots have no sensitivity. They're just <laughs> he put his so. head down. <laughs> I don't think he's feeling well. <laughs> Could you imagine? Well, think about okay. People up north probably didn't hear about this, but we had a teacher. In one of our counties, that kindergarten kid, three, four, five, preschool, kindergarten. Something happened. The kid in the classroom, the kid was removed from the classroom and ended up in their quote unquote safe room, which means that the kid can throw stuff, do whatever you got to do, scream, shout, kick the wall. It's a safe place that if they have a fit, they can have a fit. So the teacher's in there with him. Whatever teacher it was that removed him. Somebody comes in to check on what's going, you know, check on him or to help, whatever. They had to call an ambulance for the teacher. She's knocked out. She's dazed, not talking, unresponsive. From a four-year-old? And I don't think people understand... Four or the four or five? It's between four and five. I want to say it was a kindergartner, but they went back and forth on the news, so I'm not sure. I don't think they were allowed to disclose it because of the age. But I'm going to tell you right now, people do not know what teachers go through. You don't know. I know what that kid would have went through. A wall. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, if you are an adult, I understand that there, there, there are limits you can't really abuse a child. But when a child has the capabilities of putting you out on a stretcher and you can't defend yourself, put the kid in the sleeper hole. Put him in a choke The only block. thing that I can think that would happen is her tripping over something, maybe hitting her head. Her like trying to control him or something like that and losing her balance. That's the only thing I can think of. 
That that yeah, that's that's the only thing I can think of. That's that's probably a pretty good explanation. She was handling this but child. Yeah, maybe the it. child was putting his hands on her, and she lost her balance. It could be anything. Like it could have been that, but you got to think a four to five year old is only what this high. A lot longer. Even a shorter woman. Right yeah, even a shorter <laughs> woman is going to be dominant. So if this right. kid was throwing Mike Tyson hooks to her vagina and it took her out, that's like okay, that's one thing. But the chances of that happening, not likely. So it's like, what was this kid who has childlike strength? It had to be he. Tri- she tripped. Maybe she. Was, the baby was overwhelming him and her or whatever, and she backed up and she was trying to keep from hurting him, and then tripped and hit her head. Possibly, who knows? Right. I mean, she might have had a concussion from that. I haven't heard anything. But else. you're talking about this kid. What the, this kid's attack would not have been concentrated. But this this is what is scary to me. It made the news. I just sat there and read comments under this news. Why do they let kids do that? It shouldn't be in there. They should discipline. They should have the kid removed from the school. And it makes me realize how ignorant people are. You have no idea what's going on in these schools. If you want to say, suspend him, send him home, okay. They still come back. They still have to have a public school. They have to have a place to go. And where do they go? Back in the classroom. That's the reality of it. And it's worse for public school. It's just the reality of it. And I don't think people realize what's going on. Mm. <laughs> it's not what you can do. You're, you, you get trained. And it's like on-the-job training. But you learn to... How to manipulate kind of the situation to defuse it. You learn when to move everybody else. You learn how to calm them down. Like you you kind of figure that out as your career goes on and you experience different things. Um, and sometimes you'll get guidance from the office or other resource teachers or other teachers, whatever. will kind of tell you, why don't you try this? Try yeah. this. Try that. Um, and it kind of will defuse it, but... It's going on. Man, if I was a teacher, I'm keeping an anger pillow. It's going to be an anger pillow sitting in the corner of the room. What, so you can hit them with Test it? me if you want to. <laughs> I'm going to have to grab the anger pillow, and whatever happens is you ask for it. Put a blindfold on you <laughs> so you don't know what direction it came from. You ask for this. I'm not going to put you in timeout. I'm not going to put you in a corner and put a little dunce cap on your head. I'm going to put you in a blindfold. You're retarded. I'm going to spin you in 10 no. circles. 10 circles. I want you good and dizzy. But and in I'm our, blasting you they with used a to put us in the corner. Remember, we used to have to sit in the corner. Yeah, and we used to get paddled and stuff. But whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, we, we got to get paddled. I was in the public school. Anybody get paddled? We did down here. The teachers were but, scared of us. No, but at the same time, it's just I don't think people realize what we really go through on a day to day basis. You really don't. By okay, for example, my students start walking in at eight a.m. I would have a kid say good morning to me. One shoe's untied. I'm trying to help them tie their shoe. The other one has to go to the bathroom. One of them just sneezed, snots running down their nose, and I just had a kid puke on the floor. It's now 8.05. This is what we deal with. But you better get your attendance and lunch count in by 8.15 or 8.20, or they're calling your room. (laughs) I'm calling out off the throw up. Some kid throws up. I'm tapping out. <laughs> Look, uh, Mr. Principal, uh, I can deal with a lot of things. Got a strong stomach. I've, I've played football. I've tackled 320-plus pound men. 
But this little five year old just threw up <laughs> they breakfast all the cereal. Time. I'm sorry. On the corner of, of the floor. I can't, my stomach just. Yeah. No. Throw up doesn't right. get to me as long as it doesn't have that smell. And everybody knows what that throw up smell is. And I kind of stay away from it and get the kids away from it. So that way I don't have to smell it. But what That's gets disgusting. me is when they sneeze and that comes out of their nose. That will make me throw up. And I'm just like, oh, 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 go get that dick out. Did you watch that video I sent you? That TikTok video? No. Where the, where the woman was doing the netty thing up her nose. Oh, and it's coming down the other way. Up. You didn't see what the no. video? Oh, I have to, I have to no, send no. it to you later. That was, it's awesome. But, no, I don't want to see it. Thanks. Awesome. But that grosses me out even more. But people, kids, you don't understand. We deal with kids wetting their pants, kids that poop their pants. And then they don't tell you. We've had that before. They don't tell you, and the other kids are like, something stinks. And it's like, okay. It's disgusting. <laughs> it is. It's ridiculous. It is disgusting. But that's the reality of what teachers do. I would love for people to really get the reality of what we do all day. Because when you have a conference or you have a talk with a parent, and they're asking you to do 15 million other things, you're going, what do you think I do all day? Yeah. Like, I promise you I'm working. I promise you your kid is doing better. You're seeing the progress. You, like, don't don't beat the teachers up. That's all I can tell you. Choose, your, choose what's really detrimental for you to pick on a teacher for. Because at the end of the day, they're with your kids more than you are. Preach, preach up. We are. Those are my babies. During the year, those are my babies. You better not mess with my babies. <laughs> they are mine. Well, we couldn't leave today's show without talking about the number one elephant in the room. Gas prices. Gas prices. I don't know what it's like in your city and your state. Oh, my gosh. It could be worse. It could be on par with our state because apparently. Now, here's the one thing that I will say. Now, one thing that I did learn from TikTok is that. Gas prices have nothing to do with the president. So if you're looking to blame presidents or give somebody else a pat on the back of what they would have done if they were still in office, you can't do that. Because presidents have zero, zero control over prices of, um, of fuel. You're speaking uh, it's, ignorance when it you is, that. Yeah, it's just dumb people who are like, oh, if Trump's still in office, we wouldn't have this. As soon as we get Biden in office, the gas prices go up, we end up in a war. It's like, listen. Biden didn't start whatever war is going on with Ukraine and Russia. He didn't start that. They, they, the U.S. is a part in the whole U.N. I'm not even getting into that. Um, but there's a whole sector of things that are in charge of the price of gas going up, and then none of it is to do with the president. And if you pay attention, it's not just gas. I just went and bought milk for $5 a gallon. Like, yeah, are we serious right A1 now? A1 steak sauce for about the same. So I'm like, everything is going up. Right. And that's not presidential. Um, but right now, our gas here. Okay, so if you know anything about Sam's, or you have one of those discounted, you know, um, uh, bulk store accounts where you get discounted gas or whatever, we have a Sam's Club account, and Sam's. So Sam's Club is going to be a little cheaper than everything else. It's four dollars and twenty cents a gallon. Everywhere else is like four forty to four eighty. Now this is just regular, yeah. regular gas. Now, the Wawa that I normally go to, and if you've listened to the show, you know how much I love Wawa about everything. But they're at 429. So it looks like the most expensive that I'm seeing right now is, well, dang. 
It's ridiculous. Yeah, so it's saying the lowest is three forty nine. The average is four thirty nine. Um, they're saying it is going down, but not fast enough, bro. That is, it's ridiculous. Because here's the thing: all of our food is going up. All of the some people's rent has they've gotten their new rent contracts because it was January. So a lot of people do their rent contracts in January, I guess. Um, and they're asking for double their what they paid in rent the previous year to sign oh. over your. And a lot of people say that. No, I don't want to do my rental rental agreement again. I'll just move to go somewhere else. Where are you going to go? Everybody moved their prices up. So you're still in the same position. Not now really. you got to move and have. You can't stay. If you can't afford it, you can't stay. Exactly. So it's not like you have a choice. So now you well, have to people, move. Some people have to figure it. Some people are figuring it out. But what are they? What are they not paying? They're not paying these doctor bills. They're not paying credit cards. They're not paying. Yeah. They're not paying those you're things. Robbing Peter every, to pay Paul. Right, and everything's going to go. You're going to see a lot of people's um, credit score go down. You're going to see all that because you're taking from there. Yeah, I, I just, just the gas alone. Like we went and filled up our cars the other day. We got up at what? It was like six thirty or something like that because you're getting ready to go to work. Right. So it was like six thirty. We went to go fill up our tanks. Already alarmed. So again, we we go to Sam's Club, and a lot of people have a Sam's Club car, but some people don't so we get in, we we pull up and we're like oh it's not that bad it was like one car in front of uh in front of Kelly and then I was right behind Kelly so we're like that's not it shouldn't be too bad at 6:30 in the morning everybody's getting up for work by the time we left cuz everybody was <laughs> filling up their tanks and she drives a big SUV and I drive a mid-sized SUV but by the time we actually left that parking lot was filled i mean it was like five cars behind me and they have about 10, 11 pumps. Oh. Every single one of them had lines Same. all the way back because they were like, yeah, I'm taking advantage of having a Sam's Club joint and I will pay the nine cents less mm-hmm. over at Sam's rather than going to the Sunoco or the mobile or, the, you know, whatever to, to pay. It to, it's like, it, yo, dumb lines were getting long. Now, what we've long. been blessed with is he works from home and I only work 10 minutes away. So our really only travel is for my son's baseball. So if he has to play in another county or something like that, that's our travel right now. So Mm -hmm. for us, it's not too bad because we're not going a whole lot of places. For sure, yeah. But, I mean, it's still a cost increase that we we didn't have that we have like everyone else. Yeah. But it's we're not buying as much as everybody else is. But, like, the lawn guy, I saw him on Facebook. He was like... I got this big truck, and I have all this equipment, and everything takes gas. Yeah. Great. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tell Go around and tell all your clients, guess what? I'm going to charge you an extra $20 a month. Exactly. Because I'm waiting for that, <laughs> that exactly. to come yeah. through for him to say that, and I'm going to just cringe. Yeah. But I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Everything's going up. If this is part of his income and what he's say, trying yeah, to do. That man has a job. He has right. a full-time job. But since he has the full-time job, I'm hoping he doesn't do that. But if this was his full time, that's all he did, I could totally understand it. Andrew, if you're listening, please don't. Just please don't do it. Don't raise it, please. <laughs> It'll get better, please. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, that's that's our take on the gas prices. They crazy. It's like everyone's talking about getting a bike or electric car but or whatever. You know what? But one guy on TikTok had it had it perfect. He said, I don't look at gas prices. Everyone's like, Why don't you look at gas prices? 
He said, I still got to get it. Still got to go to work. Why am I looking at all these prices? I'm going to go to the same spot that's, that I know is going to be the cheapest. I'm going to go there. I'm going to fill my tank up. I know what my total is. Why am I pan- I can't keep panicking over this number and freaking out. Regardless of how high this gets, I still got to fill up so I can get my butt to work. Because some people only got $20 in their bank accounts. That's exactly. why. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. So that's why some people are like, what you mean you can't look at your... I'm saying I have to look at my bank account because I only have $20.19 in my bank account. So if you're talking about how far can $20 get me, yeah, I want to go to the cheapest place. So yes, you can say if you got $100,000 in your account, even if you have $5,000 in your account, yeah, in your mind you can rationalize, you know what, mm-hmm. this it's high now, it's not going to last forever, I probably just have to bear with this for our next... A uh, couple months at, at worst, it, it, I'll be fine because I can afford it. The but people who can't saying, afford it. No, no, no. I get what he was saying. He's saying regardless, it doesn't matter. We still need it. He it's, thinks that. But that, you're not listening. Regardless, you're going to have, he was trying to make people stop worrying. And that was the way he did it. Doesn't mean that it's going to work for everyone. But that was his choice to do that. He can't make other people with different circumstances feel better. He doesn't know everybody's life. Just in the general people who are listening to him make that comment. There's 100,000 people who have 100,000 different situations. You can't tell somebody who's a single parent, who's got four kids to raise, mm-hmm. yeah, just get the gas. Just don't worry about it. I don't, I don't think about it. You shouldn't either. When she's had to pay out so much money just this week to make sure these kids were good for the week. And she's down to her last 50 bucks and you telling her, man, just don't worry about it. Just pay it. You got to get gas. You got to get to work anyway. You know, find, he's, teach me how saying, to find the best gas, the yeah, cheapest gas. He, what he's saying is you still have to get it. So what, if she's going to completely panic, she still has to go get it. No. You know what my option is? Uber. I will Uber to work. I hate to tell you, but look at their prices. But still, you're going to pay more for Uber. Fa- you know what? You're going to pay, pay case, more for Uber you know than you were in, in your case, own car and gas. You know what? In that case, carpool with family. Yo, get together with, with somebody who has a reliable That's transportation. Get together and say, yeah, I will give you $20. Right. Can we get together? Because there's like know, four women that pass my area on the way to work. Like if we all travel together Boom. and travel back, it's Car like drop, pool. drop, drop. And then everybody take a day. Yeah, it's really so you not drive that bad. one day, somebody drives another. That way, you're not putting all the wear and tear on just one car. Y'all get together with friends and say, "Hey, do, do you mind if we carpool together? It's not going to be forever, but you kick in ten dollars. Sheila kick in ten dollars. Dorothy kick in ten dollars. We're we're good. Yeah, I don't know by name. I'm with, I'm with the Golden Girls. <laughs> Gladys and Ethel. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be over there And Faye 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 always got the money She got coupons to Panera Bread We can get breakfast Anyway I feel so off I still have Okay With the long COVID I still have like that brain fog sometimes Where like I feel off on some of these questions And not being able to answer them all quickly anymore. We have been gone for almost four months Plus you're coming back from COVID And COVID is no joke Just think Do you re- If anybody does research on anything involving COVID Look at the after effects that it does on long people's COVID. body Brains, your, your breathing And your, your lungs, your heart With the damage that it does to that Your nervous system Look at the, the lasting effects on that so even Think about think all the specialists and doctors That yeah. you have to see and it, It's costly, they don't pay for all that they don't pay for the CAT scans. They don't pay for the MRIs. They don't want to pay. I went and saw a specialist for the breathing. 
It, my insurance company doesn't want to pay for any of the medication that they keep trying to put me on. One medication is the only one they'll give me. And he just upped that because that's the only one that my insurance company seems to be covering. So the stuff that would really work for me, he can't give me because it's $600. It's like... COVID, COVID is, is... I'm not going to argue about that. I'm not going to have a conversation about that because I'm sure we'll have an argument and, and lose some followers just on our different stances on Until you experience, uh, don't say nothing. It, it's, it's, you know, just because it was easy for you, it's almost like uh, some people really, 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 really itch when they get a mosquito bite. Some people, they don't, even, they don't even pay attention to the fact that they have a mosquito bite. Everyone's body responds differently. Don't judge everybody based upon your individualized ex, you know, experience on it. Just like a cold. Some people get colds and they are out of it. Some people get a cold and they can literally do their thing and it doesn't even slow them down. This is another virus that does the same thing. And some people, it's killed some people. Meanwhile, everybody in our house has had it except one person, and we're all still living. So it doesn't respond to everyone's body the same. So don't judge everybody else based upon how you feel about it. Anyway, not going to hold y'all. It is an hour and 25 minutes into our episode. We are so glad to be back. I'm yes. super glad to be back. I am too. So we, we will be back. We'll be back on our consistency. So if you hear this, I hope you're hearing it in good health. If you have a, if you're cleaning the house or whether you're washing dishes or you are just sitting in the house because you're bored, you ain't got nothing to do or you're driving someplace. Thank you for listening to us. You could have been any place in the world. You're here chilling with us today. So welcome right. back. We're glad to see you guys. We're glad to hear you guys. Hope you guys, uh, hope you guys are glad to have heard us again. Uh, Custard Chronicles is out. We will talk to y'all uh, next week. Peace. Peace.